your experience is much like mine. I can't imagine how many times in my life I would have used words similar to these. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? How many times in my life as a little kid and throughout my life when things didn't go the way I wanted, when there was some sort of suffering, physically, spiritually, emotionally, some disappointment, some trial, how often and how easy it is for us as human beings to turn in upon ourselves and wonder, where is God? Even when we really pray for something. I think of the example when my father was diagnosed with cancer. I was a priest at the time, and I prayed fervently that he would be healed, and God didn't heal him. And I remember a moment of like, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? What we discover is God never abandons us. But in each of our lives, just like in the life of Isaiah and the life of Jesus, we are called to accept the suffering that comes into our lives and to be able to offer that to God as an act of love. It's captured so beautifully in this reading from the prophet Isaiah. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. And Jesus himself, of course, as we heard, even asking the Father to let the cup of suffering pass him by. But he didn't stop with that. But let your will be done. Jesus came to take on all the sin of the world, and even in the difficult time when it might feel like, God, where are you? Or on the cross. God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit were always with him but it didn't change the physical suffering he experienced, nor does it at time change the physical, spiritual, emotional struggles and trials and disappointments we have in life. We are invited to be like Jesus and to participate in Christ's redemptive suffering. It's a beautiful, beautiful teaching. John Paul II, now St. John Paul II, when he spoke about precious suffering, how precious is the gift of suffering. Seems very perplexing to us, but when we realize that suffering that is offered to God, all of the rejections we experience, all the hardships of life, when we open our heart to God and we ask for his help, like Jesus going off to pray before they would come to arrest him, he knew that he needed that communion with the Father in order to be able to carry the cross that was given to him, to lay down his life in love. It is our human inclination and tendency to resist suffering and trials, to not accept things, even injustices that might come our way. And so as we begin this Holy Week, as we take the journey through Holy Thursday, Good Friday, as we await for his resurrection, may our own hearts be ever more open to spend time with Jesus so that we have what we need when the hour comes. And that's part of the lesson as we heard in the gospel. Jesus was telling them, stay awake and pray that you will not be put to the test. But in their humanity, they gave in to their weakness. But with the power of God, we can even overcome the weaknesses, the fear, the difficulty of suffering, 
even if we don't have the answer as to why something happened the way it did. When we offer that to God as an act of love and say, Lord, you have some plan that I don't even see or know, but I believe that you will bring good out of that. I wished I could have said that when I found out my father's illness, terminal cancer, but I wasn't in a place yet spiritually to do that. And now as I look back and I see all the beautiful fruits that God came out of that loss in our lives, I realize that I'm a much better son, being much more attentive to my mother than I was before. A much better brother in the bonding of the time of loss. A much better priest to understand the hardship of loss of a loved one so close. And God willing, a better bishop to be able to encourage all of us on with the crosses that come our way, may we, like Jesus, be able to say, but not my will, your will be done.